the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This segment of Faith Talk Live brought to you by America's Benefit, LLC. Comprehensive health care coverage for 30 to 60% less. Online at OurPlanRocks.com. the Friday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Friday. It is an amazing Friday, and I don't know what strings you pulled, Dan, but the whole Allerstadt family's here. It's like a family reunion It's a here. vacation. We've got Sonny uh, <laughs> and Andrew and Bethany and Becky and John Boy and Cindy. And, oh, <laughs> and the duck. <laughs> the duck is here, too. Gotta have the ducks. Good to have you guys. We're talking about <laughs> April City. And that is uh, actually a band that uh, you guys put together, right? Bethany and Andrew and your your father's helping you with that. And and does does mom sing at all? We never really mom went there, a, did we? No, mom Can has you get a lot to the, of talents, get, but singing isn't one of them. Okay, <laughs> yeah. we've never. Asked. What are you trying to say? About she can that dance. <laughs> she can cook. Hilarious. But does she do interpretive dancing? That's what we want to know. Okay, that's what we that's what we want. Bring to out know. the flag. We've never really asked that, have we? Does Beth? What does uh, Becky sing? We just assumed. No, we does. haven't. No, we know that she has a comedy routine. Well, that would be her life, right? Because she has some amazing stories. But it's good to have you guys here this morning. I'm going to talk about your story. About your uh, CD here, you want to hold that up? You got time to hold that up to the... Yeah, uh, I'm trying to get us on Facebook. For whatever reason, our camera's giving us... Well, see, it doesn't help if I hold okay. it up because we're not on right Well, if now, you're so. listening at home or driving, if you'll if you'll focus really close on the speakers there in your car, you'll see there. We'll, we'll tell you how you can get a hold mm-hmm. of of one of these uh, CDs. Awesome. Well, it's good to have Tiana Bogino. We're going to check out Church Chat oh, in yeah. just seconds. <laughs> Birthdays today include, I wonder if Sonny knows this at all. I'm sure this guy, this band inspired Well, Sonny knows him. everybody. So. Maybe a little bit back in the 60s. Was it 1963, 1964 on the Ed Sullivan Show? Four guys from England showed up, mm-hmm. and uh, Ed Sullivan said, And here they are, the Beatles. Ringo Starr, 77. 70. Today. And he's, man, He's he's doing well. He still yeah. has life in him. He's still uh, he's got oh. his own bands going on. Ringo Starr and the All Stars. Yeah, he's, he's alive. He's yeah. got always bring amazing musicians with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tiana's going. What's a Ringo Starr? Who's Ringo Starr? <laughs> well, I think he's one year younger than Rick, right? Oh, oh wow! And well, the that last come show, on. that last show that Tiana was on, it, it was the last show. Sorry about that. I'm gonna stay on your good side. <laughs> yeah. No, she's here all week. Now those guys uh, together influenced uh, generations of uh, of people musically. Do you sure. remember that at all? Were you watching me. at that yes. at that time? I couldn't figure out like why are these why are these girls. Screaming! <laughs> <laughs> listen, I liked I liked them at first because when I when I saw them, it was like George Harrison was playing this Gretsch country gentleman, and I had the model 
right underneath that one. Yeah. And uh, and it was like, I like this dude, whoever this guy is, man. He's and he had a little bit of this Chet Atkins thing going on too. And it's like that he was my hero. Mm. And so then you realize what the influence is back and forth all yeah, over yeah. the place. So, man. It was just, it was stunning because no one had ever seen anything like this yeah. before. Yeah. Um, so, but then my mom, uh, man, she, she didn't like us watching the Beatles. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> that nah. devil music. Why are you watching that? <laughs> nah. I just wish I'd have been in the room with my grandparents when they watched it, you yeah. know, cause yeah, it's yeah. like, <laughs> there's no telling what. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, my dad being military at the time, I was just three or four years old, but uh, I saw it on television, yeah. and he was concerned about the hair. And oh, yeah. uh, he was a country and western fan. Oh, yeah. So, but they shook the planet. But Ringo, uh, Ringo Starr, seventy-seven today. Ringo. Also, uh, Doc Severinsen having a birthday today. Can you guess? You remember Doc, right, from oh, Tonight yeah. Show? Fantastic. Um, Always had uh, kind of like our HR. She has these jackets that she yeah. wears. She looks like she should be in a um, a uh, an Easter egg. Doc Severinsen always had uh, some type of jacket or shirt his that Johnny made. mentioned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How old is he today? You think? I'm, I'm guessing in his 80s, 82. Pretty close. Can you guess? I I'm, I agree with you, but I couldn't tell you. He is 90 years old. Are you what? serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From wow. what I understand, uh, he still plays every now and then publicly. 90 years old. Doc oh, Severinsen. I, I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> I did not I know did that. Not, I did not, <laughs> Thank know, you. I did know, not that. know that. <laughs> well, awesome. We're going to talk to these guys. We want to give them room, and uh, just in case we can uh, squeeze a song or two in, uh, we'll do that as well. Um, and, and Dan's busy typing. Getting us up there. Uh, there we are. Yeah, we're on Facebook now. Awesome. So. Woo! Hey. We've got uh, Sonny Lawlerstad and Bethany uh, Foran, right? And Andrew Lawlerstad and Becky Lawlerstad here. We're going to talk about April City here. And I'll, I'll hold that up there. I'm not sure there if you, you can see. There you go. Actually, even closer. That's the, there the CD. That? We're going to talk about uh, uh, the influences that these guys had. As well, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do this. Do we have time to do church chat right this second? Well, I'm of course we do. Let me, so- let me get the official church chat uh, music up church here. Church chat, church chat, church chat. We should have Sonny record Sweet us a new music jingle. music to my ears. Yeah, we should. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> obviously. That would the, be a little more in tune probably than, than that Obviously the is. talent in that jingle has his attention now. He yeah. needs backup singers. Yes. That's us. And, uh, of course, interpretive, interpretive dancers. dancers. Church yeah. chat, church chat. Church chat. I like it. I like it. Can we clip that and use that? That's awesome. That kind of has like I love a, it. Like I, a I swing. have recorded, so we're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get into church chat, Tiana Bolgino. Absolutely. Well, now that it's summertime, of course, we're already getting ready for back to school. You know, <laughs> of course, you know, yeah. of course, you know. So Passion City is hosting Project Supply Backpacks. So this is their sixth year partnering with Atlanta Public School System to help empower kids in our city, which is really awesome. So they'll be providing new backpacks and school supplies to everybody that's going back to school in August. And they have a full list of supplies that they need. Um, each backpack should include crayons, markers, number two pencils, all of that good stuff. And so they are having drop offs um, 
throughout the month of July at church. So if you're out shopping for back-to-school supplies, maybe pick up a few extras and drop them off at Passion. Not dropouts, but drop-offs. That's correct. Yes. Not to be and, confused uh, with dropouts. Can you believe like school Rick. starts already July 31st for Cobb County? I don't well, know what I else, can't but. remember if at one of the box stores, because I can't mention their names because then they're proud sponsors, but yeah. right. they Wall have Bizzle. all their back-to-school stuff yeah. out. Everybody, it's And it's, it's ripping insane. and, and yeah. raring to go. Yeah. That's crazy town. That's Which I love that when they do that, uh, the backpack thing. I know. Cedar Crest Church is actually doing a backpack drive as well, only until July 27th. So they're going to have collection bins at their welcome centers. And they need a few different things, glue sticks, Clorox and Lysol wipes, dry erase markers. Why are you laughing, Rick? Well, it just, re- <laughs> it just reminds me the glue stick. Uh, Dan knows the story. The time that I I don't use chapstick that often, but I thought it was chapstick oh, yeah. in my pocket. I'd taken one of the boys' glue sticks, and my lips were chapped. And I ran it over in the office and still <laughs> <up> for seal. <laughs> then I realized, then I realized it was glue stick. So it was a senior moment for all. And everybody on the eighth floor was so happy because I wasn't saying anything. Because they're like, "Why it is Rick so, Rick so quiet today? <laughs> yeah. What's anyway. going on?" I'm sorry. I just no. Chuckled. That's okay. Um, Cedar Crest is actually doing something really cool. So if your child is in need of school supplies, you can head to their website, which is cedarcrestchurch.com, and you can fill out a form. And once school supplies are available, they will contact you so that they can help your child during the school year, which is really awesome. And they also need some volunteers to help pack the book bags and then distribute them. So, again, that's cedarcrestchurch.com if you're interested in volunteering for that. Cool. What what else is going on? Um, His Hands Church is having a summer block party. Ooh, jazz hands. Every time you say his hands, it has to be jazz hands. It's just one of those things. You know, it's no wonder Pastor Justin won't come back because you guys always do that. can't imagine why. We love the jazz hands. Um, That'll be this Sunday, July 9th. So the theme is Super Summer, and they'll be watching the movie The Incredibles, which is a super awesome movie. They invite parents and kids to dress up as their favorite superheroes. They're going to have food trucks, Kona ice, popcorn, games outside, all that good stuff. It'll be 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. at His Hands Church, and that's hishandschurch.com for more information on that. I love those if guys. If you're interested. Yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. That's right. And then North Star Church is having a summer nights event at Andretti's in Marietta. Oh, yeah. Woo! Yeah, oh. so if you're interested, that's... <laughs> that's my car. That so was that, nice. That was, that, not, I was, that was like, not dinner last night. I thought, was La Perea, I thought you growling. went to La Perea last night. I wasn't sure. Excuse me. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> There's the barbecue that Sonny had last yeah. night. Yes. <laughs> um, that'll be 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. on Sunday night, which is the 9th as well. Very cool. Awesome. Sonny, anything going on at Sanctuary that yeah, you want to yeah. plug here? Let us know. We're having church Sunday. Okay. There well, that's you good. go. <laughs> we are. We're doing burgers and backpacks. That's burgers and backpacks. All right. Yeah, we sure are. Anything going on at the Dream Center? There's a dinner. Come on. Uh, Step come right on. up to the microphone. Andrew, Andrew Lawlerstad. A little closer to the microphone. Hey. There you go. There you go. Uh, I, there's not any events that are coming up. The next one's in September, but it's a dinner um, where we, Atlanta Dream Center, uh, out of darkness department, mm-hmm. uh, they go on and we re- uh, we rescue, you have to benefit there, and we rescue uh, women out of sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. Last year we rescued mm-hmm. how many? A lot. Oh, I, <laughs> I think that's the last event. So y'all look us up and right. look at all that. Very cool. We all love right. Out of the Darkness. We've had those guys on mm-hmm. uh, before and all the things they're doing there. All right. If folks, uh, churches want to get their info to you, how do they do that? Knock on your yes. door and your address is? That's right. You can head to faithtalkatlanta.com. If you scroll to the bottom, click submit my church event here. It'll show up on our calendar. We may feature it on Church Chat. Awesome. Love it. Love it. Another Church Chat. Until next time. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm already playing oh. this music out. So. <laughs> 
Dan. We're, we're waiting on Sonny's uh, official jingle now. So. Oh, okay, that's right. We got to get that uh, produced and uh, put that yeah. put that he's in. He's just the, singing uh, along with the music. He's thinking. He's got a groove, doesn't he? <laughs> we'll be right back with uh, the Lawler stats uh, and talk about April City. I'm Rick Probst, and I'm Dan Radcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live, student. They're in the sweet spot of their mediocre radio careers. It's Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. You know, I'm pretty used to uh, that title uh, right there in the sweet spot of our mediocre radio careers. I am Rick Probst on Faith Talk Live, and you, sir, are... I am Dan Ratcliffe, and it's Friday. It is a great Friday. You're hearing a little bit of... uh, Can they hear that guitar in the background? That is the Sonny Lawler stat. The legend here... In, uh, in in the studio, back in the day, he was in uh, a band called the Pat Terry Band. The Pat the Pat Terry was the band, right, or the group? Which one was it? I can't group. remember. The group. Group band. And uh, <laughs> I think my wife had every single eight track you guys had when I first met her. <laughs> we had them. Yeah, we had eight tracks, brother. And we did. <laughs> <laughs> did you really have eight tracks? Well, I we still did. do. Wow. Forty fives, eight tracks, cassettes. Yeah. Cassettes. And thirty three and a third. <laughs> thirty three and a third. Yeah. Okay. We had them all. No seventy eight. So. <laughs> no. We're actually, going 70. through a thrift store the other day and found a record. Want to hit one of theirs? Yeah. He looked no down way. and he was like, "Hey, that's me." Did, <laughs> did you with buy hair. it? Or did you just leave it? Yeah. <laughs> They're hard to come by. So you see time. when you snatch it up. Well, you have stores that doesn't matter. What you like, should have. Hey. What you. What you should have done. <laughs> what you should have done is just what, uh, like uh, Louis Giglio. Now he he goes to uh, Barnes and Nobel's next uh-huh. door, right next to Starbizzle, mm-hmm. and he goes in and he autographs his books on on the on the shelf. And so just when, sign it and leave it. Yeah, right. so, exactly. so the next time you does. see yeah. your album. And the next time I come into cool. the store, it's still there. So <laughs> yeah. I, know, I might as well <laughs> pick it up. And, or nobody gets it because there's a signature on it. They're like, what <laughs> <on my> book? <laughs> <laughs> just sign it, Jesus. Yeah. Somebody will pick it up. Somebody will pick it up. Good night. He's uh, been here. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, the, just about the entire Lawlerstadt family, right? Is there Pretty is much. there anyone left? No. Uh, well, that's all of you, right? You know, except for... Andrew's wife, Shandy, okay. and our grandchildren, oh, okay. Christian and Savannah. Hey, Shandy. Shandy! All right, Shandy. awesome. We've got Bethany, Andrew, and Becky's over there in the corner. She's taking uh, promo spot, uh, pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you so much for that. Let's talk a, a little bit about, I think the last time we talked about you and Becky, and thank you for bringing you guys. Thanks for, for coming oh. in. You guys have quite a story. I'm not sure where to begin. Uh, let's uh, let's begin in, uh, in in the beginning. You guys had some struggles early on, I guess, as teens, which a lot of teens do. Um, and uh, your mom and dad, uh, just uh, amazing people, people of prayer, and just uh, watched God just move, probably not as quickly as they would <laughs> like God to move, but he did move. And you guys are just awesome today, both you, uh, uh, Andrew and, and Bethany. Let's begin from the beginning. What was it like growing up in the family was it wild and crazy like it is when you're in the studio every single day, every single second? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're out of control. When you say that there were some struggles, we're going to take everything as far past beyond anything we, you know, anything that's normal. So, um, no, but it was great, great household to grow up in. Um, we were loved well. And um, it was just, we didn't have a relationship with Jesus. So we were taking, you know, we went to church and Christian schools and all the things. But it was like, who, you know. Who wants to really follow the rules when you don't have a relationship? So, um, 
So it was like, they look like they're having way more fun over there. <laughs> so we're going to go do that. <laughs> so, <Gee. laughs> He's right. <laughs> they were having way more fun. <laughs> Until we got to rehab. <laughs> Wow! Uh, After the fifth arrest, we were like, maybe Jesus is more fun. (laughs) After the fifth arrest, wow! Yeah, Yeah, it goes. Yeah, at least. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yes, I remember that he would always say because he um he was on dad was on staff at um has always been on staff at a church and so he'd always be like man you guys are gonna get me fired (laughs) (laughs) that was my goal it never worked out. There's still hope. He's still on staff. We're on the radio. I can say some things right now. (laughs) Indeed. We're Uh, talking to Bethany and Andrew Lollerstadt and Becky and Sonny here as well. So growing up, uh, a Christian home, you didn't want to follow Jesus, uh, following the other crowd. What was the, and a lot of uh, challenges, what was the tipping point? I mean, you saw models right around you, but what was the tipping point that you said, you know what? What I'm doing, this is getting old and getting tired. I'm ready to change. I can hop in on this one. Uh, I guess it was when they told me I had to serve 10 years in prison. And I was like, whoop. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. So when you lose everything, right, um, you start actually taking into account what actually matters. And everything that didn't matter then all of a sudden matters. Yeah. That's when you have people who stop using drugs are all of a sudden like, oh, my gosh, I'm missing out on all these things because it's all kind of, you know, coming together and I, and I think that's what the prayer was really all about and them pouring into us even though we were rebelling and saying we don't want your love or anything like that but um just really it was their prayers and then it was time god said it's time cut me off and he's like and you're facing this but i escaped the whole thing man and um started a relationship with him because of it and so yep and then for you for me um i remember i hit my like my rock bottom um in an abandoned house um, I was homeless and just was sleeping in a corner of a room and it just smelled like pee. And it was like, I just remember um, just, it was awful. Hmm. And um, and then I was riding down the road not long after that. I was actually smoking a blunt. <laughs> and I told Jesus, I said, um, I said, I don't want you. I said, I know I need you, but I don't want you. Wow. I said, make me want you. Wow. And so I just kind of left it alone and that's when it wasn't very much longer after that that I got arrested for the for the last time. And um, I didn't even want to go to rehab. I just wanted to get out of jail. Yeah. And my parents were like, hey, you know, um, no, we're not bailing you out. <laughs> we finally caught on and know how not to enable. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can either sit in jail or go to rehab. And I was like, man, I was in I was in there with a crazy lady. I was like, I'll go to rehab. Anything you want me to do, just get me out of here. She keeps taking off her clothes. It's out of control. So, um, <laughs> I am going to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, we're just getting started. Um, and so they they sent me a couple different options of programs that they thought was good, and um, I went to the one that was like the shortest. Um. Like, okay, this one's 10 months and the other ones are longer, so I'll go here. Um, So I went just to get out of jail, and I was there for not very long, a couple weeks. Um, And they had a midnight uh, Passover service on um, New Year's Eve, 2009. And the pastor was playing the piano, and I just remember sitting there. I wasn't participating or singing or anything, but I just remember 
the presence of God just literally coming face to face with me. Hmm. And even though I physically couldn't see him, yeah. I knew he was there and it was, it took my breath away. And without a shadow of a doubt, it was just like, oh, there you are. And in an instant, I realized what he had done for me and, and who I was and what I had done to him. And it was just like, just tears started dream, streaming down my face. And I just made a commitment right there. I was like, I'll, I, I will never follow anybody else. Wow. So, so that, was, that was tough love that Sonny, you and Becky had to show. How tough was that to have that tough love? It's, it's a completely different level of faith that, that we had to get to. And it was one where, you know, in, when you give your life to Jesus personally, it's like, Jesus, here's my life, mm-hmm. right? As parents, and, um, and, and Becky could really wear this part out because, man, she just like, whatever, I will do whatever I need to, to protect, to whatever. Jesus had to get us to the place where we were willing to turn loose. Mm. And it's like, but we've always protected them. We've always done this. Right, we've always right, done it. Right, right. right. But so we had to get to a completely different place in faith where it's like, Jesus, you can take better care of our kids. You can... And, and, you know, for different folks, it works differently. And for both of our children, you know, um, you know, the Lord brought them back to this place. Now we have some dear friends, their, their, uh, their, their children overdosed. And it's like, and they're, they're, they're out of this world now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow. I don't know why, why ours, why not yours or why? I don't know how all this works, but I do know that Jesus just wanted us to surrender mm-hmm. and, uh, and to turn loose. And so that's, I mean, I, th- I think that's how that works. Right, right. We're talking to but, the Lollerstad. So when the shift was made, uh, and, and not really at the same time, right, or the same night or whatever, at what point, because you had to give, demonstrate, and we got a little less than a minute, but demonstrate tough love, when they came to you and said there's a change, was there any doubt at all? Or were you like, wait a minute, we've been through this before? Or were mm-hmm. you like, oh, thank you, Jesus, this is it, it's done? No, when we saw them in rehab, well, uh, we went to go see Bethany and Andrew. Andrew looks like a completely different person. It was like, oh, there's the child I remember. Mm. You know, it was like his face was just shining. And Bethany went from darkness to light so dramatically. Her, you know, mm. mm-hmm. and uh, she was so different that there was no. You were convinced. Oh, yeah. Well, there was, were, these were like different people yeah, standing yeah. in front well, of us. When you, Let's do this. We'll, right, we'll, yeah. we'll pick up there because we got about uh, 25 seconds before uh, a hard break. We're talking with the Lawler Stats. What a story. We're going to talk with Bethany, Andrew, and uh, Becky and Sonny here. We're going to talk about uh, April City, which is a CD that is, uh, that's, that's just out and how you can uh, get that. It is the Friday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. We will be right back. Stay there. Faster than a speeding blooper. It's Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. Oh, yeah, it is a, uh, it's the Friday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. Sonny's digging this music. And you guys are hitting the buttons for me today. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Dan has this incredible library, and he's always trying to stump the old guy here, the senior. Yeah. And for the most part, I can pretty much nail him, but every now and then... uh, this one I wouldn't have been a middle name. I just love the sound of it. So you can name Hold that on, one, I'm right? Coming. There you and go. The band is yeah. yeah, yeah, very good. Awesome yeah. classic there. Friday Man. edition and Sonny Lollerstadt, Becky Lollerstadt, also Bethany, who's a daughter, last name Foran, and she's going to be singing uh, here in just a few. And Andrew, 
uh, Lawlerstad here as well. An incredible story. Before we get back into their story, Pastor A.R. Bernard is going to be the special speaker at the Pastor's Appreciation Event coming up October the 19th. And it's going to be where, Dan? At the Crown Plaza Ravinia oh, in Atlanta. That. I love that voice. That's a good one. <laughs> you should do answering machines. Oh, wait, we don't have answering machines no, anymore, no. do we? But anyway, that's going to be uh, uh, <laughs> so an amazing... Speak for yourself. Oh, wait, wait no. a minute. An amazing event, so sign up at faithtalkatlanta.com. Stacy from Favorite Place Travel just texted me and said, Hey, I see Sunny's on your show when I was nine years old, and I I don't know how old she is now. I'm going to say she's over 30. Uh, She was in a singing group called The Backyard Gang. We recorded first album at 12 Oak Studio. Sunny was one of the producers, Randy Bug as well. Uh, Here's a blast from the past. And you remembered that. I brought that up, and you said, Oh, yeah, I was there. Of course. Um, the guy that was the tenant in our office building where we had our, uh, studio, Whit Carson had an idea, uh, to put together some kind of a thing for kids. And so he wanted to do, um, he wanted to do that. And so, um, I believe that was a project hmm. and, um, she can correct us. If, if, if it's and she not will. right. And she will. <laughs> Dan, Dan said that Stacy. I oh, just okay. call it. I love you, Stacy. <laughs> but uh, I think that's what it was. And uh, the backyard gang, so that's what she said, right? Right, right. Uh huh. No, it might have been a different project. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry. Well, you've done so many projects over over the years, and when I say mm-hmm. you're a legend, you really are, because we run into people still all the time mm-hmm. and know your history. And uh, oh. currently, you're still doing it, right? You're at Sanctuary Church, and sure. you've got such an amazing team. And recently there. did a CD for Al Holly, who was on with us uh, a couple oh, of weeks ago. Oh, I didn't ago. know that. Yeah. Al was on this. Yeah. Show. That was the day I was... Uh, you were out. I was yeah. playing hooky Yes, that you day. were playing hooky that day. Yeah, that but, I brought uh, you a copy today. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that was that was great. Awesome. Yeah. And it sounds great. Al, Al was a great guy. I loved having him on. Yeah, so. we had a great concert uh, a little over a week. Oh, it was two weeks ago today. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, uh, you know, the message for him on that is like, God has not finished using you. Hmm. It is. Uh, and, and I think for all of those of us that came up in the seventies and, and here we are years later, it's one of those things for us. It's like, man, you know, you kind of get into this. Sometimes we get into this lull of like, well, you know, well, I'm just kind of past right. whatever. And right. it's like, no, no, mm-hmm. no. Uh, Jesus still has a lot for us to do. Mm-hmm. And, I just feel like we are so in the end times, and I couldn't put a date on it, what I nor would I want to. But it's like we we really need to get we need to get on with it. Mm-hmm. You know what what has God called you to? What has God called me to? Let's be about that. Let's right. be faithful witnesses. So and and that's one of the things that I love that that Andrew and Bethany are doing. I mean, they're being faithful witnesses wherever they go. Yeah. And and how God's using that whole thing is just is fantastic. I yeah. do I do want to talk about what they're doing now. They've had quite a history and we talked about the shift as they connected, reconnected with Jesus. I mean really connected. And today they're using those challenges that they had and their strengths and their anointing, their ministry, their calling, and they're touching people's lives. We'll get into that in a second. Your influence musically. Mm-hmm. Was it your dad? Um, no, no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> that was a setup. <laughs> no, I, I'm serious. No, I, um, now I will tell you growing up, that's he, I heard him playing guitar all the time. Right. So I naturally assumed that that's how people play guitar. 
you know, everybody has to, you know, is that good. Right. So anytime I would hear anybody else, I'd be like, you're awful. <laughs> and, and, and people would be like, no, they're they're pretty decent. I'm like, no, I don't think you understand that they're really bad. And so um, that is I, funny. I was spoiled <laughs> being able to listen to him play. Um you know, my whole life. So that was great. But, um, no, I ran from Christian music. Didn't want to have anything to do with it. Um, swore I would never sing Christian music. Hmm. And then I fell in love with Jesus. So (laughs) that all changed. Isn't it funny how he works that I know. Right. (laughs) Um, no, I, my favorite singer from the get go was Mariah Carey. My mm-hmm. first tape, mm-hmm. I was like Mariah, first and I would tape. lay, yeah, I would first lay tape. in the floor with my boombox and just listen and just try to practice, like match every lick she would do. Obviously, not Man, even there's close. Some, there's some notes that she gets oh, yeah, up no, there no. that are just impossible. Oh, impossible! Yeah. But you know, I'd, I'd I'd go for it. Yeah. So my poor parents <laughs> had to listen to that too. I'm sure. <laughs> no, it was it was good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Don't quit your day job. So, um, but oh gosh, and then I grew into a phase of. Really hardcore music. Um, I pretty much like everything but country. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if it's good music, I really enjoy it. Um, I love, I love older music. Um, oh gosh, I love blues. Um, I, I don't, I don't really have a specific. You know, this is who. Yeah. You know. But all that stuff you describe has molded your sound, your your music character. So yeah. This yeah. is called April City, Just As I Am. Is this your first? That is. Is your first one? It is. Okay. It's, it's our first CD. Uh, we put five songs on there. Oh, We've got more songs, um, but uh, we just we just started off with this one. And um, it's funny, when I was writing songs, I'd bring them to Dad, and I'd be like, okay, check this out. What do you think about this? And he's like, okay, you know, that that's awesome, babe. And so he'd, I'd, he'd say, let me hear another one. So I'd play him another one. He goes, well, those sound nothing alike. And I'm like, I don't, I can't help it. So everything I write almost sounds completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes, well, you're going to need to, they can't, they got to stick you in a genre. And I was like, I can't help it. I, I don't want to be in a genre. <laughs> she is not in a genre. <laughs> <laughs> Just like your mother, but aren't you? <laughs> I get it honest. Well, the thing, the thing about it is that the, the thread in it, if you will, is her voice mm. and her heart mm. and those lyrics that come through. And so that's that's the thread on all these things. But it's so cool. It's it's a lot like the Bible. There is just so many different things to choose from, pick from. Right. But all the way through, you just see Jesus all the way through it. And a lot of like like this CD. It's you know that's that's what's happening. You know, you just she's the thread and the message of what Jesus can do in someone. Uh, it's the thread. Wow. You know. So the song you're getting ready to do, is that on the CD? Or it are you is. Doing it something, is. It, kind of set it up. Okay. Uh, uh, what the song is and what it means to you. Okay. Um, yeah, it's called Forever. Um, and we were actually, and so just to let you know, my brother's here with us because he's the, he's our drummer. Um, and he's ah. a phenomenal drummer. Okay, can you can you beat on the uh, you know the counter over there? Maybe sure, you know drum I along. Sure <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I believe it was uh, Craig Bowler was doing a uh, service was doing a a on message serving. on serving, um, and he asked Dad to write a song, and so he was messing around with some stuff and. Of course, I can't keep my hands out of anything. So I came walking in their house and I heard him playing. And I was like, what are you doing? And he goes, well, Craig asked me to write a song. And so I was listening. I was like, oh, I was like, that's terrible. I said, I said, I said let me help. Hey, at least she's honest. <laughs> that's something you'll never have to worry about. Okay.
Becky. Bethany never minces words. It's like, but that's how God's wired her. Yeah. So you never guess where she's coming from. That's you good. know, yeah. you know, and it's, it's, it's good. It's a good thing. <laughs> so, so I was like, no, I really want to help. So, um, I, and so he was playing something. I was like, Ooh, that sounds really good. I like that. I said, record that for me. And so he started, um, he started playing that and we kind of looped it. And, um, I was like, that's beautiful. And so I, I said, let me take it home. I took it home, recorded it on my phone. And, um, when I hit the music, a lot of times the music just almost already has lyrics to it. Mm-hmm. It's like when you feel the music, you can, the words just ab- just flow out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never tried to sit down. This is the only one that I've tried to sit down and write. Um, the others just kind of come to me. Um, so anyway, so I just felt like the uh, passage was on, um, I am the vine and you are the branches. Mm-hmm. And so basically this um, song is from Jesus's perspective. Mm. So when you hear it, um, just really close your eyes and listen and just imagine Jesus singing this to you. All right. Let's hear it. I came into the world to be with you forever. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you forever. Go forth into the world, give what I gave you, remember. I came to show you how to love. Forever and ever When you love the least of these You've done it unto me Forever and Don't remain in me like a branch that's thrown away and withers. To lay your life down for a friend, no greater love has ever been surrendered. I came to show you how to love. Someone 
to see my truth I'll take you to someone who needs your heart I'll be there right beside you I came to show you how to You can get that one, uh, April City, aprilcitymusic.com, is it, the place to, yeah, to go to? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's good to pick up that CD, and uh, wow, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. you got to come back and do more stuff. We've got one more segment, and I want to cover the Out of the Darkness stuff, what you guys, you and your brother, are doing uh, basically on the streets of Atlanta, helping folks, right? Let's that's get it. to that story right after this break. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. We'll be back. Welcome to Friday on Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Well, when I hear this song, I always think Friday. Thank you so much, Dan Radcliffe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm banging the drum all day. Well, at least after the after the show. I'm, yeah. I'm done. This guy to the left of me is a drum banger. We'll he talk to him about yeah. uh, that in just a few. Welcome to Friday. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. Happy Friday. The weekend's here. It's good having the Lawler stats here. Uh, I don't know if you heard uh, the last segment in that song, but uh, Bethany knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. She said she hadn't sung in, what, a month because you had pneumonia? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you couldn't tell. You sounded awesome. Thank you. Yeah, that was amazing. That's very kind. That's on the April City, uh, I was going to say album. It's not really called albums anymore, right? It's a project, no. just <laughs> as I am. You can go to uh, aprilcitymusic.com to to pick that up. There's more on there. There's what, four more on there. Mm-hmm. This is the EP, right? Yeah. Uh, so we got to have you back, and you guys do uh, the rest of them. Man, we could bring a whole, let's do the whole band. Just bring everybody. Yeah. We'll, awesome. we'll bring our horn and section. And Sanctuary Church. Let's <laughs> the squeeze them section, all in. The cowbell section, everything. <laughs> bring awesome. everybody. <laughs> I want to get into the out of the darkness stuff that you guys do real quick, though. We got to do this uh, coming up. Your opportunity to get something free from Alistair Begg. It is the USB. It's a free uh, series called Providence. Right, right? Is that uh, a about series? Joseph. Yeah, yeah the yeah. Old Testament story of Joseph. It's uh, great stuff. And of course. You can't go wrong when you've got Alistair Begg in a Scottish accent. Alistair so it's awesome. Begg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't do Scottish. Alistair Begg. It sounds Indian when you do it. <laughs> can you just try it for Everything me? sounds Indian when I do it. Thank you very much. I am Alistair Begg. Yeah, thank you, you go to faithtalkatlanta.com and uh, get yours uh, today. Monday show, comedian and uh, corporate presenter, Lisa Mills. Oh, she is so Without much Without K-Dodd this time, yeah. but it's all good. She's going to bring it yeah. on Monday. It's going to be a great uh, next week. Meanwhile. While we've got uh, Andrew uh, Lollerstad here and Bethany Foran and uh, Bethany uh, Lollerstad as well. Uh, and so we talked about your story. I think it was first, second segment. Then we heard a great song from your your uh, EP, which you're uh, on the drums on that yep. particular project yep. and, and in the band. 
Let's talk a little bit about, uh, we talked about your history. How did you segue into what's going on with Out of the Darkness? Now, we've had those those guys on the show many times. They're amazing. Oh, yeah, you know, they're Dream, Dream Center and everything that's going on in the streets. How'd you guys get connected? So um, about probably seven months after I had gotten out of rehab, um, I had never heard of the Atlanta Dream Center before. Yeah. This was back in, uh, I guess, 2011. Um, and I got a call from them. And they said, hey, we heard your story. Um, we were just given a, a donated a house uh, for a safe house. Would you come and be our house mom? Would you pray about that? And so, <laughs> wow. Um, wow, I was right. Um, so I guess they, their point of view was like they want somebody that can can relate to the women and, you know, that's been through a bunch but has also overcome so that, you know, there's somebody that's tangible there um, for them. And so um, I prayed about it and God was like, yes. And so um, I told them yes. And what was crazy is when um, Patrick Palmer, which is Pastor Paul's son, uh, told me to meet him at the house so I could take a look at it. So we drive there. We meet there. I walk in and this is the first time we've ever met. And he was like, so do you want the job? And I'm like, dude, I was like, you know, I just got out of rehab like seven months ago. And he was like, yeah, I know. I was like, I've got a bunch of felonies. He was like, yeah, I know. And I was like, don't you want to drug test me or something? And he was like, nope, God told me you were the one. Wow. And I was like. That's faith right there, man. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, okay. I was like, well, he said yes for me too. So let's do this. <laughs> um, and the day that I moved into the safe home, actually, um, me and my son moved into the safe home. Mm-hmm. Um he we got our first rescue that same night um yeah and so um what was cool and here's the cool thing is this past um, new year's eve we had our thousandth rescue um and it was on the thousandth rescue was on the anniversary of me and jesus's um our anniversary how cool is that yeah it's like a little week it was like i love you thanks for following me (laughs) so it was cool but um and so i had been working at the dream center for um a few years and uh, there came a job available. Yeah, and it was weird because I was um, at a program and they fired me after like six months. They were like, nope, we don't want you anymore. It was an addiction program, mm-hmm. Christian program, and they were like kind of direct it how you want to do it. I did it, and they were like, nope. So I was going into, uh, you know, the next couple of months going, you know, God, I'm done with ministry. You know, me and you, sonship, we'll just go that route, mm-hmm. and we'll just live that, and that's perfectly fine with me. And then a uh, position came available with – Atlanta Dream Center. So same thing. I met with the same guy at, at Wendy's and he's like, nope, we want you. And I was like, well, I was like, why do you want me? He's like, mm, they told me you were the one. You're the one, man. I prayed wow. about it. God How said cool you were. I, I know. Yeah. And I was like, are you sure? Uh, <laughs> Did you have enough? One. How do you know I'm the one? <laughs> Did, you have Did you have enough felonies, though? <laughs> I, I did. I have enough felonies. You have enough felonies. Absolutely. Uh, so when I came on there, I took a position. And then after about a year, I started feeling my heart kind of tug at a, um, uh, what they were doing. So now I'm in a different department called I Am. Okay. And I've been there for about five five years. Um, and we started the department four years ago. And all the outreach that we do, we'll see anywhere from two to 400 homeless a, a week. Go give them food, the typical thing. Um, and we're not enabling them. We're actually just uh, making a bridge for them to talk to us. So we hand out our support line number, and everybody calls in, and then we uh, schedule everybody with case managers. Mm. And then they place them in a long-term treatment or find out whatever the core issue is inside of them. Because most people are just wanting a job and housing and different things like that. And it's like, well, let's back up and actually see what's going on with you. Right. Yeah. So once we kind of start digging into that stuff, we get to place them. Um, we're coming up on this year on our 500th placement yeah. off the street. Uh, right. Yeah, we That's placed awesome. men, women, children out of addiction, domestic violence, um, 
and um, homelessness. Wow. So that's what we're doing now. And it's cool because God just moved me into exactly how I got help, um, exactly how it happened. And I get to implement that in others' lives. So it's it's amazing. Man, One thing that's cool is we were actually so... My parents have been praying for us like so for so many years. Mm-hmm. And in 2009, Andrew got arrested and went to rehab. And at the at the beginning of 2009, mm-hmm. and at the end of 2009, I got arrested and went to rehab. And then now we both get to serve Jesus at the same place. And when I, I'm mostly in the safe houses, but when I am at the Dream Center, our cubicles are right next to each other. Wow. That is so, it's so awesome. Cute. <laughs> we we got to have you guys back. We're running out of time to kind of fill in. We've kind of had a basic outline yeah. of your stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's so much there. We've got to have you back. And we More need music. stories about your mom, too. So come back and tell no problem. stories about her. That could her. be a whole segment yeah. of the day. <laughs> another day. We'll make that That's another a month. That's yeah. a month of Faith <laughs> Talk Live shows. Thank you so much, you guys. AprilCityMusic.com. Check out the CD and uh, these guys. And Out of the Darkness, of course, and Atlanta Dream Center. Monday show, Lisa Mills. Uh, have a great weekend. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. We'll see you. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.